in a heck of a series this week. Grow your business for God's sake. We're breaking down the seven main areas that you need to focus on if you want to grow your business, which we suggest that you do. Like, for God's sake, grow your business, man. Seriously. Like, make some make some money, man. Hire some people. Expand. Make an impact. Whether it's a business that you own or it's a business that you uh, whether it's a business that you own or a business that you are a part of, whatever it is, you need to grow that sucker, all right? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So we're going to dive into that today. It's also Taco Tuesday, which is always good. I think we're going to see uh, Brandon is going to join us today as well for TikTok Tuesday. All that and more on today's episode of GM3X. Let's do this. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is, what is today? Today is Tuesday. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I was just kidding. Today is Tuesday. That's right. Today is Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most. And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. I don't know about you, but I always look forward to Taco Tuesday. I'm going to make some of y'all hungry this morning. That's right, Taco Tuesday. I love Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday is amazing for me and my family uh, for multiple reasons. Uh, but the main reason is every Tuesday we get to go to my mom's house. So shout out to my mom, her, and my sister stepdad Everett I hate calling him that but technically that's what he is her and my stepdad Everett they uh invite us over every Tuesday invite the entire family we have tacos and then my mom chases all the kids around while my wife and I lay on the couch watch Jeopardy and eat blizzards it is amazing <laughs> it is super cool dude I gotta tell you when you got eight kids you don't get a whole lot of invites over to people's houses. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just being real. Not everybody's like, hey, you know, basically if you invite my family to your house, you're preparing for Thanksgiving. That's how that works. And not not everybody's ready to do Thanksgiving just on a random, you know, Thursday. So we're super grateful. Uh shout out to you, mom. I know you're watching. She watches my show every single day. Super grateful for you and excited for Taco Tuesday tonight. It's gonna be amazing. Now listen. We need to dive right in today because we have a lot of content to go over this week. Uh, this is sometimes this show is motivational, sometimes this show is inspirational, sometimes this show is educational. And this week, we're going, my hope is to really inspire you through an educational format. Like, I want to teach you practical application things that you can apply right here right now that you can grow and scale your business whether you're an employee or you own a business doesn't matter 
right? So we are in a series called Grow Your Business for God's Sake. That's the name of the series, which is also the future title or the title of my future book is what I should say. And then there's also, um, this is also the name of a conference that we've got happening November 3rd, 4th, and 5th down in Nashville, Tennessee. So you can go to growforgod.com if you want to check that out. All right, but in this series, I am breaking down the key points from the future book, Grow Your Business for God's Sake, obviously the same title. And ultimately, we're answering this question. The question that we're answering is how do I grow my grow my business or in my business 800%? That's what we're doing. We're answering that question. How do you grow your business or in your business 800%? I want you to think about that, what that would look like for you today. Take your income, multiply it times eight. That would be an 800% increase. What would that do for you? Take your company, your business, the current revenue, and multiply it by eight. What would that do for you? Take the reach that you have, the impact, the employees, the amount of facilities, all of those things. Take those things, multiply it times eight. What would that look like for you? See, my wife and I took this very seriously. <laughs> We were like, let's take one kid, multiply it times eight, and what does that do for you, right? It does some pretty amazing things. But that's that's the intention here is I want to help show you and give you the key principles so that you can grow in your life in whichever area you want to focus on 800%. And it really comes down to seven key things, right? The answer to that question how do I grow my business or in my business 800%? That's the question. The answer is focusing on your environment, marketing, training, something I call corporate family values, individual self-development, Loving God and loving people. There's the answer in a nutshell. Environment, marketing, training, corporate family values, individual self-development, loving God and loving people. Now, today we're going to dive into the marketing and training side, all right? We're going to dive into the marketing and training side before we do, though, you know what we got to do on this show. That's not it. That's not even the song I thought I was grabbing, but I'm okay with it, though. Yeah, I never went and got my haircut yesterday. I really need to do that. A little loud. That's better. I don't know why it starts over like that. That's weird. All right, check it out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my hair and I'm like, this is this is bad, Glenn Lundy. You gotta find time for a haircut, bro. Super, super important. All right, this is the part of the show where you're gonna get that body in motion, okay? An object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. Hmm. 
I haven't listened to this song in a long time. It's good. Loud. Yeah, that's hopefully not too loud now. Listen to it, though. It sounds good, right? Can you guys still hear me over the sound? I hope you can. Go ahead and flash your mics on Clubhouse if you can hear me over the music. There we go. Okay, thank you, TM. I appreciate that. All right, this is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you, and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, say what's up, and I'll say what's up back. Good morning, Leisha. Great to see you. What's up, Rick Tamburino? Glad to see you as well. Gail Beecraft is in the house. Dana Fishbean. Great to see you. What's up, Josh? Oh, yes, I know I need a haircut. How you doing, Stephanie Toadvine? Janelle Griego is in the building. Clay Morris is up in here. Vicky Everett. Great to see you as well. I see Stephen Kuhn is in the building. TM Hyman kicks us off this morning over on Breakfast of Champions. I appreciate that. What's up, Jeff Moffitt? James Boardwine is in the building. I see Mindy and Arpit and Natasha and William. I see Andy and Maria. I see Judy and Carmel. Marilyn Wilkins doing some dancing. What's up, That's the Truth? I'm glad you're here. I see Hattie Manucci from Humble, Texas. That's what's up. The Pixel of 7 is amazing, Dana. Kim Ferris in the building. Tamisha Steen. Hi, Misha Steen. Great to see you. Robin Price. It's Bible study day. That's right. Bella Linda Rigby, I'm glad you're here. Listen, guys, share this out. If you're on Clubhouse right now, 192 of you, hit the share button. I would greatly appreciate it. Facebook, share it out. YouTube, share it out. Seems like we got some traction this morning. I greatly appreciate it. Vitaly, great to see you. Vitaly Bosniak, I like that name. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Kyle Frederick in the building. And I love connecting with people around the world. Yesterday, Julio Soto and his family scared the heck out of me. I'm not used to seeing humans. It's early in the morning. I got done with my show, and they were just outside my office dancing in the parking lot. It was amazing. Gail Dopp. I'm glad you're here. What's up, Will Bush? Thanks for being here as well. I see a day is in the building, and so is Renee. Limitless Siga and Melvin. I'm glad you're here. What's up, Abu? How you doing, KG? Glad you're here. Ella's here. Shelly's here. Yvette, thanks for joining us as well. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, you are here on GM3X, and I appreciate spending this time with you virtually. It's always amazing. If you're listening on Clubhouse, click the link at the top of the screen. You can come join the full production where you can see the video. You can see us dancing. You can see all of those things. You can connect with tons of people on the live. Just click that link at the top of the screen. Kira. I'm talking to you, Brian and Tarika. Tina, I see you. How you doing, Tony Mo? I'm glad you're here as well. And we're going to have an incredible, incredible day. Before we dive into today's training, though, my boy Brandon likes to drop some TikToks on us on Tuesday. It's TikTok Tuesday. So I'm going to pass it over to Brandon, and I'll be right back. Fair enough? Fair enough. Good morning. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another edition of TikTok Tuesday on this fabulous Taco Tuesday. It's getting chilly outside. It's getting closer to Halloween. And speaking of Halloween, remember when we were kids, you could dress up as anything you wanted? My thing was superheroes, Batman, Spider-Man, and so on down the line. But eventually, we have to grow up. This guy, though, 
didn't let growing up get in his way. In a city of about 250,000 people, everyone is on the move constantly. People going about their business, but if they just take a second to pause and observe, there's someone amongst the crowd. I'm a first Don black belt. Who is watching their back. I've also uh, tried karate and uh, Muay Thai. He is the Black Widow, Norfolk's very own hero. I'll do everything every once in a while. I help homeless, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, see the streets are safe, do a little bit of crime prevention, de-escalation situations, first aid. For two years, the Black Widows roamed the streets, doing his best to stop any crimes he comes across. People report carjackings and some other stuff around Cali, for the most part, in Ghent and some other stuff in South Norfolk, so I checked that out. He's prevented car break-ins and even stopped a woman from getting assaulted by her husband before police arrived. The Black Widow admits his relationship with his sidekicks in blue is good, even though he's gotten warnings before about his mask at community events. It can be good, there's some there support me, some they don't, they don't even bother me when they pass across the street. A Norfolk native. I never want to display myself as a vigilante. The Black Widow is just watching out for his city. I'm just a regular guy in an outfit, in a suit, uh, just being myself. That's his motivation, being himself, doing good for his community. The hero Norfolk deserves, possesses the one superpower we all have, all 250,000. The heart that I have to express those and try to be out there for our community and say that we can all unify and come together. That is his greatest responsibility. I know, I know, it wasn't a TikTok, but I originally found it on TikTok, but the video got removed. Luckily, I found it on YouTube. But anyways, guys, have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next week. Adios. You know, before I heard his voice, I thought for sure that was John Paul Guidry. <laughs> In that costume right there. My guy, John Paul Guidry, man, he's the, he's the guy you want. If you're ever out in battle, if, if you're ever in a, in a pinch, <laughs> he is your guy. What's up, Javicia? Great to hear uh, from you this morning. I'm so glad you're here. All right, check it out. Uh, by the way, it's snowing here in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, I said it. It's crazy. All right, listen, whether you're working on your business or you're working in your business, both marketing and training, both marketing and training are your responsibility. Okay, so we're just going to start right there. Because if you can't accept that, you ain't going to be able, there ain't no point in you listening to the rest of today's show. Whether you are working on your business or in your business, both marketing and training are your responsibility. I don't care if you're in custodial. I don't care if you pick up cigarette butts out there around the lot. I do not care what position you are in. You are responsible, response, responsible to market the company that you work for or the company that you run. And you are responsible to 
frame every single day. No matter what role, no matter what, you must promote the company. You must learn more about your position and the additional positions ahead of you. You hear me? Now, here's the good news. Some of you might be like, oh, okay, all right. We're talking serious today. Well, here's the good news. The good news is in that 2022, we have so much access to information and so much access to be able to market. Hi, Emily Galler. We have so much access. It's 2022. There's such technology that these things are really, really easy, right? I mean, we have all these free tools, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all these things, right? We have all of these free. They're free. We have all these free tools that you can use to do these things, that you can use to train, and that you can use to market. Now, and you can also use these tools to help expand your range of impact, right? Which is what we do right here with this show. But listen, you must use each of these tools. Like, don't just consume on these tools. I need you to be a creator. Don't be a consumer. I don't say that. Don't, I don't want to say don't be a consumer. I consume. But be more of a creator than a consumer. Spend more time creating than you do consuming. That's how you ultimately leverage these tools for both training and marketing purposes. When you create, you learn. Right? Like I started this show in the closet of my utility closet of my house. Had one little camera thing and a laptop and a ring light. Now I got this full studio. We got multiple camera angles. We got B-roll videos. Uh, we got full productions. We've got music. We've got sound. All of those things. I learned by taking action. I didn't learn at all and then go do my first live. Trust me. Go find the first live on YouTube. You'll see. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. All right. So use these tools to create, not just consume. Now. Before you even dive into that, you have to understand the object of the game. So the object of the game, when it comes to marketing, the object of the game is to stand out, A, and build relationships, B. Stand out is A, building relationships, B, right? Because first we have to stand out so people see you. You have to get attention. We have to do that first. Then once we have the attention, we have to build a relationship. That is the object of the game of social media. The object of the game of social media is not get as many followers as you can. The object of the game of social media is not vent, rage, argue, fight, whatever. The object is to stand out, A, build relationships, B. Now, once you've done that, you've stood out, drawn attention, and you've built a relationship, now you can serve them with whatever product it is that you have to sell, whatever it is business-wise, whatever it is professionally that you're looking to advance. Now, I'm going to give you a real quick breakdown of how you can do that. Glenn, okay, got it. I need to stand out and I need to build relationships. How do I do that? Easy. You're going to follow the four P's of social media. Okay? The four P's of social media are this. You're going to, these are the four types of posts that you need to make on your social media. Post number one, personal post. Something about you as a person. That would be a personal post. What's up, Ray Drummond? Great to see you, sir. Something about you as a person. Maybe it's something that you're celebrating. Maybe it's a hobby that you like. Maybe it's your kids. 
anything about you as a person. I teach this all the time, and people are like, well, I don't know what to pose. I'm like, dude, what you are a person. Anything to do with you as a person would be considered a personal post. Do not make this more complicated than it, than it needs to be. All right, so you're going to start with a personal post. Then you're going to do what's called a professional post. Now, a professional post says, I'm the, I'm the greatest. Here's why I'm the greatest. My company, my service, my what I bring to the table is absolutely better than everyone else's out here, and here's why. Like, that's you're allowed to brag about your company one out of every four posts, 25% of the time. Not only allowed, you have a responsibility to do so. Why? Because here's what happens in real life. In real life, follow me here, in real life, you meet somebody over something shared personal. Maybe we meet because we go to the same gym. Maybe we meet because we go to the same restaurant. Maybe we meet because we live in the same neighborhood. Maybe we meet because we both have kids. Maybe we meet for whatever particular reason it is that we meet. It's usually over something personal. And what's the first thing that you ask people when you meet them? Well, what do you do for a living? It's always the, one of the first questions we ask. Why? Because we're looking to see if we can exchange services. Maybe you've got something I need. Maybe I have something you need. We don't know that if you don't tell me what you do. So many of y'all are consuming on social media. You're spending all this time on social media instead of investing and creating, and people don't even know what you do. You have to shout it from the rooftops. Here's what I do, and I do it better than anybody else in the world. Michelle McLean does a great job of it. All right, so you're going to do personal posts, professional posts. This is the exact same way we build relationships in real life. Now, from there, you're going to go to a purposeful post. Now, a purposeful post is just a big fancy way of saying, make me feel something. Just make sure it's positive, all right? Make me feel something, but make sure it's positive. Don't make me feel something negative. Don't go posting about, uh, you know, vaccines, COVIDs, politics, uh, all this stuff. All the things that cause division in this world, the whole reason we started the show to eradicate, don't go post that stuff. Post something purposeful that makes me feel something positive. Make me laugh. Make me cry in a positive way. Inspire me. But make me feel. Now, if you think about it, this is how we build relationships in real life. We meet over something personal. We say, well, what do you do? Well, what do you do? And then we share stories that we laugh or whatever, right? And the stronger that emotional connection there in the beginning, the stronger we pursue that relationship, whether it be with somebody of the opposite sex, somebody that we want to do business with, somebody that we want as a mentor or a coach. However they made us feel causes us to want to pursue them more. We want more of that feeling. So we're going to do the same thing online. We post something personal so people can get to know you. Post a professional so they know what you do. Then you post something purposeful. Make me laugh. Make me cry. Inspire me. Motivate me. Something like that so that there's a now a feeling that connects me to you. And the fourth P is a poll. P-O-L-L. -L. Now, I only use the word poll because it starts with the letter P and it's easy to remember. But really what I want you to do is ask a question. That's it. In your post, ask a question. And now there's some rules. When you ask a question, your question should be one sentence or less. Don't go writing this whole 19 paragraph thing and then at the end say, uh, well, uh, you know, what is your diatribe on the, uh, you know, little house in the prairie dynamics from 
1924. Like, ain't nobody going to answer that, dude. You ask the question in the very first sentence. You like red, do you like black, right? You ask the question in the first sentence. I shouldn't have to click more to see your question. And all you're doing is looking to engage. This is what we do in real life. We meet over something personal. What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Ha, 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 ha,
dark, man. My morning routine is like that's my that's my sacred, right? All right. Kevin says cut and go to training tomorrow. Everyone else says let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's keep going. All right, Kevin, I love you, uh, but overwhelmingly they're telling me to keep going, so I'm gonna keep rolling this morning. All right. So that's the marketing piece of today. Now I'm gonna go into the training piece of today because for those of you that came in late later in the show. You are responsible. This is how I started the show. You are responsible. It's a big word. You are responsible. Whether you are working on your business or in a business, you are responsible for both marketing and training. You must promote the business. You must learn more every day. All right? So we touched on the marketing piece. I gave you guys some gems right there. I hope you apply that. All right now, let's go over to the training side. Training is different in 2022 than it's ever been before. It needs to be different in 2022 than it's ever been before. If you are, uh, whether you're the one doing the training or you're offering training to your people in your business, either way, you cannot use the standard model. Right? So I created this thing called 800% Elite Automotive Club. We created it three years ago. And what we do is we train owners and general managers of car dealerships all over North America. Now, <laughs> my maps thing just came on and tried to take me to somewhere. We train owners and general managers of car dealerships all over North America. Now, I looked at the standard training model. The standard training model was go to a dealership, spend a day in store, consult for them, tell them what they could be doing differently, and then get out of there. That's been the standard training model for a very long time. I looked at that and was like, okay, we can't do that and stand out and be different. So instead is what we decided is we're just not going to go into dealerships at all. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're going to go complete opposite of the standard training model. And we're just not going to go into the dealerships at all. And instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do virtual training. We're going to do, instead of one day in-store consulting, we're going to do every single week holding people accountable, every single week bringing people together, every single week networking and delivering best practices. Instead of a, in the standard model, it's we go to your store one day every three months, four months, something like that, right? So I said, nope, we're going to meet every week. We're going to do it virtually instead of going in-store. And we're going to make sure that trainings are always fun, we're going to make sure trainings are fully produced with video and B-roll and music. And we're also going to have retreats where we pull people together out of their stores. Instead of going into a store to do training, I pull the dealers out of their stores to do training. And we go pick locations like Colorado where we drive Lamborghinis or we go off the coast of Florida and we race sailboats or we go out into the desert in Scottsdale and we do paintball, right? So it's completely different the way that we train than anything else that's ever been created that I know of in the United States of America in the automotive space for owners and general managers of dealership. I've never seen it. I don't know anyone else that does anything like it. And we're growing like ridiculously fast <laughs> it's crazy because it works you gotta start thinking about training differently i like to call it edutainment write that word down nobody wants to be educated anymore they want to be edutained 
entertain me while you're educating me. Edutainment. All right? So listen, whether you're working uh, on your business or for a business, you got to find a way to make training fun. Throw out the old training models. How can you engage people in a different way? Right? Now, also, when it comes to training, something that you really need to look at and think about is how can we connect our training? How can we connect our training and how can we connect as we train with people of the next generation? You see, the next generation is different. They're way different. I know, based on our demographics, I know roughly how old you are. I, I know roughly where you are in your, in your life, and a lot of you are close to me. You're usually within, you're within 10 years of me age-wise, uh, sometimes maybe a little bit older, but for the most part, you're usually within 10 years of me age-wise, right? Between 35 and 55 years old. So with that said, we, you and I, come from a different generation. Things were a lot different. The way that we grew up was different. The way that we were disciplined is different. The way the world worked was different. The way economics worked was different. All of that was incredibly different. So we have to be intentional and say, okay, great. If we're going to work with people that are younger than us, whether they're, they're working for us or working with us, if we're going to work with and work for, <laughs> in a lot of cases, people that are younger than us, we need to make sure we understand how to connect with them in a way that's purposeful for them. You see, younger, the younger generation is driven a lot more by passion and desire than they are anything else. And we're starting to really see this in my business, how passionate, how much passion and desire these young people have. You know, there's a guy named Evan Walters. He's a perfect example. Evan Walters left, quit a $40,000 a month job to come work with me and my team. When he left to come work for me and my team, I told him, bro, I can pay you zero. Like we're a startup company. We don't have the capital. Like I can, I can pay you nothing. Now we'll put you on a commission plan. And as you add people, then you can start making money, but you're literally going to get paid zero. And he's freshly married, just had a baby. And he's like, bro, like, I'm passionate about running with you. I'm passionate about what we could possibly do. I'm driven to succeed. And so the dude gives up his $40,000 a month job to come work for me and my company. He's been with us a year now, and he's helped us tremendously. It's absolutely incredible. But he is a perfect example of how passion, their passion and desire to be great, it, it exceeds the financial returns my generation it was like show me the money and i'll work for you 24 hours a day seven days a week that was my generation that's how we grew up right pay me brother pay me sister all that matters you can kick me in the teeth you can treat me however you want just pay me this next generation ain't like that so when it comes to your training you have to keep that in mind you have to be very intentional you have to make sure that we connect the dots for them otherwise they're not just going to train because you tell them to train we got to connect the dots to their passion. We have to find out more about who they are and what drives them so that we can move them towards the greatest version of themselves that they can possibly be. Now, see, when it comes to these ideas of training, right, 
thinking of not being the standard model. How can we be creative? How can we be innovative? Making sure that we're connecting with the next generation. When we're making sure that we're edutaining, not educating, but edutaining, these things have to be done daily. Okay, I want you to understand that training is not something we do once a week. Training is not something we do once a month. Training is not something we do once a quarter. Training is not something we do at our annual event. Training is something that we do every single day. Now, listen, it compounds when you do this. It doesn't have to be huge, big, swooping training. It all adds up. But here's the truth of it. There is no shortcut if you're looking to grow, there's no shortcut. There's no, okay, well, we're going to pack it all in in three days and then not train for a week. It doesn't work. You must do it a little bit every single day. But here's the great news. Just like interest, compound interest, if you train a little tiny bit every single day in time, it will compound and ultimately it'll spike. I've seen this. I had the pleasure and the honor of running with an incredible, incredible guy as we grew and scaled a dealership and we grew at 800%. And I saw this, right? We made little tiny decisions, little tiny decisions, little tiny decisions, and we'd move incrementally, incrementally, incrementally. And then all of a sudden, boom, it would just spike. We're like, dang, where'd that came from? Where it came from, all the little tiny decisions that we made daily over time that create this exponential growth. There's actually a book called Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it by James Clear, I highly suggest go check out this book, Atomic Habits. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it talks about how the little teeny tiny decisions made daily ultimately will create those spikes. Okay? So listen, you must do these things daily. Now, the last thing that I'm going to share with you when it comes to training. Right now, me and a group of 200 57 other individuals, we have decided to go on a challenge. We went on a 89-day challenge of reading the New Testament of the Bible over a period of 80 day, 89 days. Now, I'm a big fan of reading uh, the Bible and studying the life of Jesus for multiple reasons, spiritual reasons, yes, but on top of the spiritual reasons, I feel as though he's the most successful leader uh, in the history of the world. One man who was driven, who was passionate, who was willing to do whatever it took to get a message of hope out. And ultimately that one man's walk, whether you're a believer, you're not a believer, whether you like him, you don't like him, doesn't matter. You cannot deny that that one man's walk affected and changed the entire globe. <laughs> And success leaves clues. So I love to study successful people, and Jesus is my favorite. I, I have yet to meet anyone more successful than him. His book is the best selling book of all time 1.4 billion copies. Crazy, right? So we've been reading the New Testament in this 89 day challenge. We're on day 15, and how that applies to what we're talking about right now is Jesus always used parables. He always used parables to educate. You see, from the beginning of your life, even when you were a little kid, you were fascinated by stories, right? We had little stories, you know, the Winnie the Pooh stories, uh, 
that we used to read when we were kids. Uh, when I was a teenager, I used to read the Xanth series by an author named Piers Anthony, which is a series about dragons and unicorns in this fantasy land where everyone had a magical power, right? Like, stories are so incredibly impactful. The reason that you like me is because I always tell you stories. Notice as we're educating, as we're inspiring, as we're motivating, we always tie it into a real life story. So when it comes to your training, whether you're training for your business or you're training others in your business, make sure that you connect that training to your story. Now, this is where the training and the marketing overlap. You see, stories teach and stories obviously the bible is a perfect example of that so when it comes to you marketing yourself in your business use the power of story when it comes to training for yourself and for others use the power of story when we share from a vulnerable authentic real and raw place your story can change the world. Because you, like Jesus, are a child of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And see, that God made you with a unique gift, a unique voice, and a unique story that no one else can tell. No one else can tell. And when you lean into that, when you receive that, the magnificence that you are, and listen, I know the world's trying to tell you different. The world's trying to tell you you're less than. The world's trying to tell you you're small. The world's trying to tell you you're not good enough. I, I, I disagree. I'm here to tell you, you are far more than good enough. You are magnificent. This is why I love you so much. I do. If nobody's told you this yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stinking love you. I think you're amazing. And so because you're amazing, my hope is that you will grow your business and in your business, God's sake, grow in a way that it makes an impact. Grow in a way that you become a better you. Grow in a way that ultimately you too can go out and change the world. Fair enough? Fair enough. Listen, we're going to go talk about this a little bit more over on Clubhouse. If you're watching live, you can come join us over there. If you're watching a little bit later in the day, we are on Clubhouse from 5 a.m. until 1 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time, bringing you motivation, education, inspiration in a room called Breakfast with Champions. So make sure you come join us over there. If you're catching us outside of that uh, however many hour window that is, then of course, just come back here again tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. We're going to do this all over again on GM3X. Go out and have an incredible day. Go get you some tacos, all right?